0: The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Thank you, as always, for joining us here on the Paul Leslie Hour. If you've ever gotten enjoyment, inspiration, or education from the Paul Leslie Hour, you can become a patron. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash the Paul Leslie Hour. On this episode, we're joined by Ola Onabule. He is a singer, songwriter, recording artist, and performer. Influenced by jazz, soul, pop, and world music, he is of Nigerian and British roots. He has released a brand new studio record, and it's called Point Less. In a career lasting more than 20 years, he has performed around the globe, listening to his music, words would come to my mind like joyous, soulful, deep, very much alive. Ola, thank you very much for joining us here on the Paul Leslie Hour.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Paul. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Ola, what has always been the purpose of the art you create?
1: Uh, uh, Well, the art starts with uh, me resolving issues that, uh, you know, persist in my mind or that trouble me or that inspire me you know so it's therapy for me personally at the very start but also I'm keenly aware having done it for a while that there comes a point where I have to give that uh, work and all the results of my research and analysis and philosophizing I have to give that away and let the world make of it what they will let people draw their own conclusions and understandings and questions from, from the work.
0: Yeah, so I, I think that, that's, that's the
1: way I feel about it.
0: On the note of allowing people to draw the conclusions that they want, best case scenario, what is it that you hope someone who hears your music gets from it?
1: Um, I, I hope that people hear the need For uh, a conversation, for dialogue, for an exchange of ideas, for uh, an investigation of um, all of these um, uh, amazing existential complexities that we, as you know, uh, that we all experience as part of the human condition. My suspicion is that nobody has the answers least of all me, but I I have enough faculty to know that there's, you know, a lot out there that I don't know. Um, And I'm hoping that, you know, we're all similar in that regard and that we can maybe solve a small modicum of the things we don't know. We can solve those together. And music is an incredibly powerful way of doing that because you deposit the uh, notion to people that you want them to investigate on the most subliminal level. I mean, it's on It's in a tune. It's embedded in a tune or a beautiful lyric and they can hum it and they can sing it and they can share it and they can, you know, do it on a communal level. So uh, in that regard, I feel incredibly lucky that uh, that's the medium through which I um, interact with the world.
0: Would you say that melody, or lyric, is something that resonates more in your heart?
1: Oh, both of them. They're, one one cannot be divorced uh, from the other. Um, for, for me, for songwriting, um, if I were a poet, obviously, then I would probably, you know, although even poets, of course, have meter, don't they? They have meter as well as the words that have meaning. So uh, I, I think... Both work hand-in-hand. They're uh, the yin and yang of one another sometimes. I'm looking for uh, uh, for synthesis. You know, I want the word and the music to be on the same path, uh, taking the listener along. But sometimes I'm looking for um, antithesis. I'm looking for the lyric to go in one way, to be maybe morose or mournful or sad. But I want... You know, to to kind of play with the with the with the listener's attention by uh, uh, adding that sad lyric to a joyous melody. You know, um, so yeah, they're, they're both are very important, and they you know, and I, I, I spend a lot of time worrying about what I'm marrying to what, which words are going with exactly which note, and it can get incredibly specific when I'm writing.
0: What would you say makes a great singer?
1: Uh, oh, that's that's a, that's quite a question. Um, I love so many uh, different kinds of singers for different reasons. Bob Dylan's a great singer, but maybe not a conventional singer. Aretha Franklin is a great singer, uh, maybe possibly a conventional singer, but quintessentially so. Um, and yet I love them both equally. So maybe what I'm looking for is someone who's, who stirs something in me, something emotional, something philosophical, something that, that connects me to uh, other human beings, that makes me look kindly on my fellow man. Uh, so a, a communicator, a storyteller. Yeah, I think, I think maybe that's what I'm looking for in, in the best singers out there.
0: I like that answer very much. Oh, thank you. You've named a couple there, but I'm hoping you can tell us about the singers and the songwriters that have had a big influence on your work.
1: Oh, a vast range from Ella Fitzgerald to Nat King Cole. Those were my father's um, passions, those two singers, and uh, he would play that music as I grew up, and so they were encoded in my... um, you know, deep in my consciousness. Um, And as I grew up, I started to find my own uh, singers. You know, first of all, a lot of soul singers, a lot of Stevie Wonder and Donnie Hathaway, Curtis Mayfield and Franklin. And then when I, you know, started to mature a little bit, maybe as I got towards university and through that, you know, I started to find people like Al Jarreau, and I started to find Leon Thomas and Bobby McFarren, Uh, Trilok Gertie, there's a a Pakistani rag singer whose name escapes me. Oh, Ali Nusrat Khan. You know, these were people who were experimentalists as well as just being vocalists. They they were taking voice beyond its conventional bounds to, uh, uh, you know, a a place of great exploration. Uh, And they excited me a great deal.
0: As I mentioned at the top of the interview, the title of this album is Pointless. Not pointless. Pointless. Two words. For all the listeners out there, what is the significance of the title for you?
1: The the album is essentially, uh, the, the central theme is violence. And when I first wrote the song that uh, gives the album its title, um, I wrote, I ran those two words together, pointless, you know, as one word. Um, but as I started to write about violence and all the issues around it, I realized that it's a complex um, subject, you know, uh, there's violence um, perpetrated against a whole heap of people, but there's also violence within communities that endure violence from outside and Violence um, uh, has many faces. It's not just physical, it's emotional. Sometimes it's psychological, it's political, and so on and so forth. So I wanted, um, I wanted people to find themselves making the mistake of calling the album pointless, because violence is pointless. But I also wanted people to then realize that I was saying pointless, because sometimes we need to uh, do less blaming less finger-pointing and more reflection. And the answer, if there is such a thing, to uh, solving the problem of violence lies somewhere in between the two things. You know, identifying that violence is pointless, but also identifying that we just can't always point the finger of blame and blame others. You know, it's in all of us. So that's, that's yeah, that's why I came up with the, uh, with the uh, idea of putting it as two separate words in that way.
0: One of the songs I'm hoping you can tell us a little bit about, mm. So They Say. Ah.
1: Yes. Uh, so They Say was inspired by a poem that um, we studied, That I studied at school uh, uh, by uh, a British poet called Rudyard Kipling, who wrote many you know, great um, thought-provoking poems, uh, the most famous of which is If. But uh, th- this particular poem was called We and They. And it was, it was, it really kind of burrowed its way into my mind and into my heart because it um, played with this idea that we are all someone else's they. We are they to someone. We spend a lot of time differentiating ourselves, sometimes with a sense of casting ourselves as, impi- uh, as superior by saying, uh, look how they do it. We don't do it the way they do it. We do it a lot better than they do it. We say it, we are it, whatever it is, better than they or there. But um, if you're uh, lucky enough, if you're privileged enough to be a fly on the wall on any other group's conversations on this planet, you'll hear them quite possibly identifying you as a lesser they. <laughs> I wanted to write a song about that. And, and so I came up with this song. So they say, and and and, and there are various instances in, in the song in which I say, you know, that w- in which I describe this thing that I just explained. You know, that everyone's thinking, everyone else is uh, could learn something from them that they do it better than they than the other people do.
0: Hmm. My wife was tel- was asking me, who are you interviewing? And I told her. And she said, how interesting. Tell us, (laughs) ask him, what is Nigeria like? What is it like for someone living in Nigeria? Um,
1: Nigeria is uh, an interesting country. It was more or less artificially created by the uh, British uh, colonial masters. And it's made up of three main groups, the Yorubas, the Igbos, and the Hauses. Uh, three very distinct uh, cultures, each one numbering something like 60 or 70 million. And so since independence in 1960, it's been a difficult uh, slog being a Nigerian, trying to figure out how to, you know, make a country in in that space of time. But the spirit of the people is incredibly exciting and great kind of... um, Emotional intelligence, a, 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 a great deal of art. There's so much art and so much history. There's so much music. So it's, it's an interesting place to live. It's a, it, it certainly is a land of dramatic extremes. There's extreme wealth because it's got uh, oil. It's the third uh, richest oil nation in Africa, I think. Um, but it's also got great poverty it's always numbers on the uh, United Nations top ten list of the happiest nations on the world in the world. So it's a complex, it's a complex place. Um, I love it, and at the same time, I'm fearful for its future. Sometimes, yeah. That, that, that's my my summation of Nigeria as best as I can, you know, put together in a few minutes. Hmm.
0: What is coming up in the future for Ola Onabule?
1: Uh, Well, the immediate future involves a lot of uh, touring and promoting this album. Uh, We we will be back in the spring to the U.S. I I don't know the specifics of the dates yet, but I know that there are going to be quite a few of them. Uh, But when we go home, we're going to play a couple of dates in Britain, a couple of dates in Germany, um, and a couple of dates in Finland and then we rest for christmas and then the whole thing starts up again so touring 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 but i'm also hoping to start playing with ideas for the next album you know uh, early in the new year i've got some i've got some ideas that are that i think are worth um exploring so yeah i might i might end up back in the studio
0: does the road ever get weary for you
1: oh yeah Oh, absolutely. All the time. But the moment you get in front of an audience, it's, it's you know, it's in my DNA. I, I absolutely love meeting people from all over the world. And it's the thing that makes it all make sense is you arrive, you walk out onto stage, and they're all there. And this, this beautiful communion, this it's, it, it, it really is like a, a ministry—the the the, uh, the opportunity to empty my questions that are embedded in my songs, you know, onto all of these, you know, waiting ears, eyes, and souls. And then have them respond back to me and enrich me and then give me the opportunity to keep this the cycle going in enriching them again in turn at some point in the future is it's uh, it's a life's work and I, I feel incredibly privileged to to have been uh, given the, the voice to do so.
0: What is the best thing about being Ola Onabule?
1: Uh A good uh, 70% of the question, uh, sorry, of the uh, of of the answer I gave you a minute ago, uh, describes what what's best about being me. But the best thing about me is I I suspect, in a a counterintuitive way, is also the worst thing about me, which is that um, I'm never satisfied. It's never good enough. It can always have been done better. Um, the moment I record my voice, I can barely bear to listen to it. The moment I write a song and it's, you know, been mastered and I, it's no longer changeable, I immediately start to despair that I've undersold myself and that I have to uh, work a lot harder the next time. So in a way that's the the, the, the worst part of who I am. And it's the thing that tortures the people who have to work with me the most, but also it means that, um, I get it. I I keep giving myself uh, opportunities to do it a little better the
0: next time, I think. I always like to close my interviews by just giving the guest the pulpit. You can say whatever you like to the audience. What would you say to anyone who's listening? Oh,
1: wow. Um, I guess if I had anything of any worth to say, it would be to young aspiring artists. And I would say possibly never be scared of um, pursuing your art from the inside out rather than from the outside in. It's more important how, how much profundity you're willing to expose than how much vanity you're prepared to expose, if that makes any sense. Uh, I, I think. And the world needs a lot of that. So there'll be a place for you if you're the sort of person who thinks, uh, my waters run deep, but I don't want to be laughed at if I say something meaningful or caring or thoughtful or empathetic or vulnerable. I don't want to come across as as a, as a wimp in this day and age. I don't think you will. I think the greatest strength in the world comes from uh, From being vulnerable and being clear and and exposing your your humanity.
0: Well spoken. Thank you. Anyone who wants more information, you're welcome to visit the website. It's Ola-onabula.co.uk. I'm gonna spell that for you. O L A hyphen O N A B. U-L-E.co.uk. Thank you very much for being with us.
1: Thank you so much, Paul. Really, really, really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.
0: My pleasure. Happy travels. Until next time, sir.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Lovely speaking to you, and I hope we uh, our roads cross one day, someday.
0: I hope so. Thank you. All right. Have a great night.
1: Thank you, and the same to you. Take care.
0: Bop, bop,
1: dilly bop, bop, ba-doo, bop, bop zi, a na, ki, cha, cha, kook, a buzz, a look, a buzz, a neck, a pook, go, da, 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 san but da, da, a da, yeah da, yeah, da, ka da, 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 da,